Yes Pod, bitch. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back to Yes Pod, bitch. I'm Juliet XO, and I'm here with my gorgeous co-host, M. How you doing, bitch? I'm great. Cheers to uh, another weekend Cheers. in quarantine. Ooh. In a racist country. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> America? Can you tell it's been a long week? America? Racist? Wait, what? Never. Never. We had a black president. How could we how could we be racist? What the fuck? Oh my god. Oh, those were the days. Where's Obama? Help me, Obama. I mean, I know this is gonna sound problematic, but I miss George Bush at this point. Oh. Like <laughs> You know, I would I would take some strategery over some tremendous any day. <laughs> fuck that dude. What are you so doing fancy. this weekend? I am um, officiating a wedding tomorrow. Okay. A nice, beautiful queer wedding on the coast. Oh, yes. And um, it's going to be a pagan ceremony. I'm going to do a hand fasting ceremony for them and all the herbs and the sage and the magic. What is hand fasting? Um, It's a pagan slash kind of Viking uh, marriage ceremony. Instead of rings, you do like your hands are on top of each other, across from each other. And then the person doing the ceremony puts a piece of rope around them and then ties a special knot around your hands so that when you move your hands and grab the knot, it makes a knot between the two of them. Yes. Like the unforgivable curse in Harry Potter that Bellatrix (laughs) makes. Kind of, yes. But But it's not an unforgivable curse. Actually, marriage could be an unforgivable curse. Actually, uh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's time for a segment we like to call The Fuck Was That? Where I know, me too. Where I uh, play a soundbite and M has to guess The Fuck Was That? You ready? I'm bitch? usually really good at it, but mm, who knows? You're not going to get today's. I'm going to tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you? Okay. Okay. I, A, I don't know what it is, but B, if I had to guess, I'm guessing her name is Kieran and she's white and she's freaking out at uh, someone that is not white. At Trump's falling uh, re-election stats. Is that what was happening? No, no. Oh, God. No, it's from Canada's Drag Race. It's uh, Jimbo. She's just like so fucking funny. The challenge was like you had to climb an icy mountain and do a photo shoot on the top. And then they like scare the girls with like wind and fucking like snow and shit. And she just like pretended like she was dying and it was fucking hilarious. The judges were crying. But yeah, Canada's Drag Race is incredible. You got to start it. Okay. Jimbo's my favorite. He's like the only like 30s. The one that you just played me? Yeah, he's like 30s, 40s. Maybe he's even 50s. He's got gray hair, but he's fucking hilarious. Now it's time for a little segment we like to call Dusted or Busted, where I read a list of current happenings and M has to answer accordingly. And here we go. Kanye 2020. Busted. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Like, really? He's just so harmful and so problematic in so many ways. I don't even, like, want to give him time on our show or any sort of attention. But it's just so fucking... It's so obvious what he's doing. He's just trying to cull votes from 
fucking Biden. He's trying to get black voters. Yeah, but, and all of a sudden, I, I don't like Trump anymore. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Like Trump clearly told him, hey, you fake run, pull the votes, and then in 20, what is it, 2024, you know, he'll actually is run. Is that how long we have to wait? Um, okay, yeah, let's not even talk about him because he is a waste yeah, of Yeah, he does air. not deserve our energy. Okay, um, busted. Uh, defund the police. Dusted. <laughs> Dusted. Seattle. Seattle just. Uh, their, our city council just uh, put forth a veto, nearly veto-proof, is what they said. Fifty percent defunding of the police. So they're like cutting half of the funding and putting budget it. everything. Yeah, which means people lose their jobs, people get pay cuts, all of the things. Nice. And we're the third highest paid police force in the country. Yeah. Also, like NYC, uh, NYPD funding was just slashed by one billion. Like, what the fuck? Wow. I can't even comprehend putting a billion dollars into a police force. That's mental. Okay, but for real though, like I wanted to talk about this because I have like family uh, in the South and they are thoroughly confused about this. They're like, what the fuck? Who are you gonna call? If right. you get robbed, if someone's getting raped, blah, 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 blah. So explain, uh, explain what defund the police is. This is, you know, we, we, part of the reason, in my opinion, why police are having such a hard time right now, um, following the fucking law, moral, moral code and laws is because we put too much on them. Yes. And so I think defunding the police is taking away some of the things that they respond to and just like micro focusing what they do on breaking a law. Yeah, because they're having to respond to like, they're having to respond to like mental health issues or like, oh my my cats. And that's where some of these horrible incidences happen because they're scared, they're improperly trained, and they're racist. Mm. So the fact of the matter is we need mental health professionals to take care of the mental health. Yes. We need domestic violence professionals and counselors to take to de- diffuse those situations. Like people that are trained in, in school and in life to diffuse difficult situations need to handle those specifically. So defunding yes. the police will focus their efforts on what they're trained to do and take the things that they're not trained to do away saving lives by putting it back into the hands of task force and committees that are trained. Yes. Yeah. It's not, uh, I think when people hear defund the police, like my mom was like, she thinks abolish the police. And I'm like, no, it's not abolish the police. Right. I I don't know how it it should be called. Some people are saying abolish. Some people don't want the police force at all because I think because it's so ingrained, you know, they, they take a brotherhood oath. Yeah. Have you ever read that oath? It's Uh -uh. super problematic. Basically says you are here to serve the people. However, you protect each other first. Uh, it's a brotherhood. Yeah. Like they will protect themselves before they protect us, and that's a it's problem. Wild. Yeah. And so we need to completely burn it down and rebuild the whole thing. So that means all the cops go fired. The whole police system. We call it something else. And then we rehire and retrain and have committees because that's the only way we can do it. Yeah. I mean, some people want to abolish it. I personally don't think we should abolish police. I think we, because they did take um, surveys in like the most violent, impoverished parts of Chicago and the most violent streets said, hell no, like the cops keep us alive. They respond every time we get robbed, you know, like we need the right. police. And, you know, so there, it, 
it would hurt if we abolish the police it would hurt our most vulnerable um impoverished you know but so think about it this way what's happening right now in some of these cities like seattle is that people are having abolish and defund the police rallies Mm -hmm. and the police are getting pissed yeah so what did they do here in seattle we had three uh, muggings and a robbery all in this one area where people were protesting police were called and they did not go they said they would not go because Mm. of the area of town that was protesting them and literally were throwing a tantrum saying this is what it will look like without the your police yeah that's fucking horrifying (laughs) yeah see that they would do that but that's the mentality of them is all right that's why i love all these people who are like let's make rational changes that actually change the system like they're changing this law that like cuts off uh, funding from the national military, giving billions of dollars of like weapons, rocket launchers to the police. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, so there are people taking practical steps and they're not just people going like, fuck all the police cancel. You know, it's like, no, let's take practical steps. We need, you know, as a, as a culture and a community, we need people to respond, be first responders, you know, obviously, but we need them to be held to a higher standard, obviously. So yeah, I think it's like, Abolish the police, I think, is busted. Def, uh, defund and reallocate funds to other places, I think, is incredibly dusted. That's where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it needs a big overhaul. And we need a president that can see and that can start it at the top and tear it down. And we just don't currently have that. So, <laughs> yeah. Busted. Okay. Um, our next Dusted and Busted um, Unsolved Mysteries, a Netflix original. Have you watched this? I mean, I've watched the old ones. There, I've heard that everyone's like, the old ones, blah, blah, blah. I've never heard the old ones. The new ones, yeah, the new ones are number one on Netflix right now. But Unsolved Mysteries is insane. It it goes through, I think, like eight or nine cases. And each each case is like a episode. I know, if they're doing it like the other ones. But, But they, at the very end, they're like, call this number if you have information. And already, like, these cases are getting tips. Really? Yes. See, that's the difference with the other Unsolved Mysteries is, bitch, we didn't have the internet. Right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, the, it, well, I, I love it. It's like, like modern, this like... Is me calling on my rotary phone. Yeah. Kring, kring, kring. <laughs> I have a hot tip. Oh my Ugh. God. But yeah, you have to watch the episode on Aliens so we can chat about it because... It, okay. But yeah, this this episode that's on um, this alien abduction, it's it happens outside of New York City, like in some rural area, and there are four different families that get abducted in the same night in different locations, and they all tell the same story. I was abducted. I vaguely remember being aboard a ship. Um, I remember seeing these other faces. Oh, they remembered faces of people from different parts of the city that they have never met before wow. when they were showed the faces. And they're like, and then my memory is wiped and I appeared right back where I was, like laying on the ground, either in a field or in a car. And I was like, goosebumps the whole episode. I was like, holy shit. I totally believe in alien. I mean, we are so of course. insignificant and, thinking that we're the only ones in the universe, yeah. you know what I mean? And honestly, we are so uneducated compared to them like you know how like you take your pet to the vet and they're probably like what is this massive world like what is happening to me like that's what it would be like for us to go on an alien spaceship and then like work on us we'd be like what is time travel what is except for you because you clearly are (laughs) at home on a ship 
What if this whole time I like actually was in fucking space? It, it actually wouldn't uh, surprise me if it's you. It's uh, like... What if a girl can dream, right? Okay, that was dusted and busted. On to our next segment that we like to call a quick track, where we recap the latest episode of Drag Race in 30 seconds, because some of us got shit to do tonight, okay? Three, India goes home, thank God. Alexis feels betrayed by her new, her ex-friend. Maxi challenge is backyard eleganza runway. Um, There's a country cousin realness look and a high fashion cookout look. They have to make their own looks. Um, Juju reads India's note to Alexis, which is really fucking funny. Uh, Shay's father and sister passed. That was like the Tinder's moment and I fucking love Shay even more now. Um, Shay is backyard bride Barbie and Blair was gay tone of 500 realness. Incredible. Cracker wins, ew. And her lipstick look, uh, oh, her lip sync look was fucking awful. It was just like ice skating look. I don't know. Anyway, she has to go against Roxy Andrew, who is like queen of drag. She loses to Rox- Roxy and uh, the girls voted to send Alexis home. That's that's time. I First honestly, I know you love Alexis, but like Blair, we don't have another queen that's serving looks on the level. Even though her looks this this episode were shit, like I know she's got some like fire looks for the finale, the top I four. I just wish she would have shut her mouth then. Let your looks speak because when she tries to talk, like to defend herself, and then even her comedy was just dumb. Yeah. Like, and then she was trying to defend herself, and she was like. Um, I just don't think it's fair, and I just think I should still be here. Yeah. Like, you sound like you're 13. Yeah, Stop she was it. like, I can't go home. It's like, uh, well, tell us why, you know? Right. She's like, and well, I just like, can't. I can't. Well, and then looking right at Cracker saying, I know we've had problems, but don't kick me off because of this. And I was like, this is the most uncomfortable conversation I've ever witnessed. Yeah. She's a lot. So, but I have to say, I already loved Shay, and this just made me love her. Just watching her yeah. help people. Yeah. And just being so sisterly. It was so sweet and lovely. I think she might be the first to win Congeniality and The Crown. Has that ever yeah. happened? I don't know, but I mean... I love Manila, or not Manila, ooh. Uh, I do love Manila. I do, Jujubee. Yes. A hundred times more since this episode. Her sober Just talk. Like, oh my God, her sober talk, which I, I was love, very surprised. I love, love a sober queen. Everyone's like, oh, sober queens aren't fun. I'm like, no, they are dedicated. They she are- She is, and, and I, lo- I didn't know Rue was sober. Oh shit, I didn't know that either. That that's what that conversation that's right. was about. And she's like, I had friends who pulled me through. That's right. Yeah, and she said, and I wouldn't have survived it if I hadn't made that choice. Yeah, I don't think I've ever so, seen Rue cry like that. No, and they were both very and then the fact that Jujubee was still so fucking funny. Mm. Like she was hilarious. Yeah. And then, you know, the weight, the uh just absolute she did zero fucks that she gave to tell all of the judges how much she hated this entire thing (laughs) she gives zero shits they're like juju this was a this was a tough challenge for you she was like yeah i fucking hated it i hated it (laughs) i was gonna poop myself (laughs) i was like that is what i do or but i loved to her self-talk at the beginning she was like I'm gonna kill it. I'm so excited. Actually, I'm terrified. Yes. And I'm gonna poop myself. Like, <laughs> that's how I go through life, really. Yep. Like, 
you've got this, you're gonna nail it. And in my head, I'm like, you're terrified and you're gonna piss your pants. You're gonna piss your pants. But I'm glad India was gone. That was so nice to not have her there. Oh my God. And she, it, she was like a fucking herpy, like, her lipstick message kept the girls talking about her. Then she was writing little notes everywhere. And people were just like, fucking go away. Even even her friend Alexis was just like, I'm not reading that note because I don't want to. She's just like, fucking go away. Like you're out of the game. Like, Alexis had a knew what was going on. I still didn't want her to go home because I didn't like how it all happened. But that watching her try to become friends with everybody at the last minute again was so awkward and yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Like that's why I don't like the rule that's like if you're not in the top you're in the bottom because the That's really severe. The shade goes away. Like remember they were like cracker why aren't you talking? She's like I don't want to say anything cuz you guys could vote me out. It's you know she's basically like I'm a bitch and like well, if so I say something let's talk about that. Me. I wonder who Cracker picked. I don't think Cracker picked. I think she picked Blair. Ugh. I'm going to I'm going to just like predict that for next wow. week because she picked Blair and it's going to be difficult to talk about when they go back in that room. <laughs> you remember when she picked up Shays and she was like, oh no, just kidding. Could you imagine? <laughs> I was like, fuck, that would be so epic. Well, but I don't think all the girls voted for, for her to go home. For Alexis, you, I think there was well, at least one. What you don't have to have majority. All of them, all of them voted for Alexis except, um, who was it? Oh no, Blair voted for Alexis. Voted for Blair. So yeah, it was unanimous. Uh, How do you know? Yeah. Uh, they showed him. Um, I think in like the recap or something or Untucked maybe. I can't remember. I think it was Untucked. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone voted for for Alexis. And did they? But they didn't show who. Cracker voted for if she were to. I, I can't remember. But yeah, I remember because Tommy and me were having a fight. He was like, no, Alexis should stay. She has so much to offer. I was like, yeah, she's fucking hilarious, but she's hit or miss. She bombed this. Right. It's a comedy challenge. Your monologue while you're walking out there in the cookout should have been fucking hilarious. But like Michelle Visage said, she was like, it just wasn't. Like we expected but more. Neither was Blair's. Blair's wasn't, but at least she had this funny, like campy, weird country girl like i grew up in the south like i right. that is my aunt like stinky is but, my like, aunt crackers was funny yeah cracker Hers was ugh. good i don't it was good i'll give I her think that she, somebody needs to train her or teach her to pad herself better like i feel like because she's short she pads herself funny and yeah it makes her kind of look like a like an olive oil bottle or something. You yes, know what I mean? And you're yeah. just like, oh, sweetie. Like, that's actually... And, you know, Michelle Visage used to do that for the girls. She used to say, like, okay, next time you've got to send your waist. Or mm -hmm. you've got... You know what I mean? And she would give that feedback. But I don't feel like she's doing it. Yeah. Like, I feel like people think that Cracker's look is okay. And what she <sighs> sewed was incredible. Okay, I will give her that. And I liked that look. I, yeah, I like that look and I like Juju's. I thought I was like, Juju's going home in a fucking dumpster fire this week. But she pulled it out with that look. It was just like a slip, like a tight slip with like, yeah. cut out like really. Uh, and the only thing Carson could ca call her out on was the fact the that seam. the seams didn't miss. I yeah. would match and I was like, I was like, kudos, bitch, kudos. She sewed a dress. I would have done, I would have left she, and been like, bye, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, oh God, that's terrifying. I love that they still do that though, because it kind of like, it weeds out the best of the best. Don't you feel like they've brought that back though? Yeah, they, it was gone for a while because they. I think they kind of wanted to step up the level of like new queens they could have because all these new generation millennials. people like me 
get high and go on Twitter and and watch old and while I'm watching old episodes of RuPaul where they had to sew and go to thrift stores and put yes. shit together. Uh-huh. I'm like tweeting as like an angry lesbian. I'm like, <laughs> no, why can't these queens fucking do anything for themselves anymore? Yeah. Instead, they just drop 3K on a gown well, and that's walk the it thing. down the runway. It's like the culture has shifted. And I think Rue and the producers are like, you know, it's great to have these super talented queens, but we can't have this new generation of queens on if we have that challenge because they all just look like a fucking shit show. So I think they right. kind of like, it, it was smart this season what they did, they put it really late. So like all the queens left over were like top notch except Juju doesn't know how to fucking sew and she's a drag queen. Um, but right. but yeah. No, I, it's really good. It's cool to watch because it's like finally. The concept of Shay's look the, this season, I don't think people are like giving it credit. Like she brought back that big old t-shirt with the spray on granny that right. she was from the season before. Right, right. It was lost on some people, Every, for sure. But everyone knows that bitch at the reunion that has the shitty Daytona spray shirt on, you know? <laughs> oh my God, I died. I was like, concept. And then she came out, everyone looked like super uh, picnicky, And then she was this, she had this like bride look. And I was like, okay, she knows how to stand apart from these other basic bitches. Right, you know, like. I think that's important. But once again, they gave it a cracker. I'm, I'm like, I think they want to have some sort of upset in the end with Shay, right. and like, right. you know, so. That has to be it because there was no No fucking reason. reason. And then Cracker yeah, comes out, weird. Cracker comes out for the lip sync in like a fucking three-year-old leotard. And I was like, okay, if you're gonna wear something that comfortable and heinous, like you better, <laughs> you, be- so bad. you better be doing death drops like left and right and like fucking spinning and doing reveals and shit. She didn't do a single death drop. I'm like, why did you have to wear something that comfortable? Like Roxy, Roxy destroyed her. Ugh, whatever. Oh my God, how good was it to see that bitch? I love her. I, I, you know, I, I tried to love her on her season. Oh, I did not love her on her season. I grew to love her because I heard like Alaska and all the other girls, when people would ask like, who is the greatest drag queen in the world? They're like, well, like drag wise, like Roxy Andrews is the best drag queen. Yeah, because she's just she, hair, uh, nails, hips, lashes. Well, it was it was amazing. It was what Shay said when she saw who it was. She goes, "She is an icon. I have seen her. I have gone to pay to see her perform because yes. it's that fucking good." This bitch came with three reveals, and asked that I would eat a steak on, <laughs> and and I would probably eat it. I, don't know. I would probably Still, eat it too. I just kind of was like, why do we even have to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna win? I was like, look at her and look at her. Oh my God, the difference is costume. Look at her. Like, She's out there in a full on like feathered red. Oh my God, those. Roxanne. Do you remember what they said? They were like, it's Trinity. That she's the only one that can afford feathers. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> you know what that means? It's time. Say it with me, Em. For lessons in history. I tried to do it once and I did it horrible, so I will never do it again. It was all right. We'll work on it. Okay. In the early 1980s, the Naval Investigative Service was investigating homosexuality in Chicago. Having heard gay men refer to themselves as, quote unquote, friends of Dorothy, they went on a search for the elusive Dorothy that was clearly at the center of the homosexual sex ring. 
<laughs> like, how fucking straight is that? Dorothy, though. You know, like, gays say that, like, are you a friend of Dorothy from, like, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, right? Really? Yes! Wizard of Oz is, like, massive gay culture back in the day. I mean, listen, it's my favorite movie in the world, but yes. I, I that was just because it's me. I didn't know it was a gay movie. Really? You, you know... Rue says, well, that's Rue's favorite movie too, The Wizard of Oz. And she said, really? yeah, she says that movie is everyone's life story because it's the story of life. Like it's the story everyone goes through. Like we go out yeah. trying to find ourselves. We go thinking, you know, and the big city will find, you know, the answer. And then we realize it was in our heart and in our home. And we had it all along with us. Like right. the heels, you know, it's like so pretty. But it's yeah. I know every word of every Ugh. song, of every part. Don't ever watch it with me. It's horrible. Girl, I was in the musical in high school. <laughs> oh, my late brother, he was the Tin Man. <gasps> I tried out for um, Scarecrow and didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. Fuck I them. mean, if, if that's such a great movie, I mean, I don't, what about The Wiz? Ooh, I haven't watched it. It's got MJ in it, right? I know, it's a curse. How have I not watched it? It's the black version of The Wizard of Oz. I know, I'm fucking behind. Oh, it's it's dope. It's dope. I'll have and to go it's, watch it. It's it's early days Michael, so it's just it's amazing. Oh and you love will not, baby Michael. You won't be able to get the songs out of your head once you hear them. Oh god. Is it Michael like the scarecrow or something? Mm-hmm. He's a very sweet scarecrow. Oh my god. Okay, and our fun fact of the week mm. is um <laughs> Another stupid, straight, white, U.S. endeavor searching for Dorothy. Um, the U.S. government considered making a quote-unquote gay bomb. Um, scientists, figu <laughs> scientists figured in 1994 that discharging female sex pheromones over enemy forces would make them sexually attracted to each other. Like what? Like... What? Men are such <laughs> idiots. Oh, and then they'll like fuck each other and die because that's how science works, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what I... the fuck? I cannot with these bitches. They're running our fucking nation. Right. I'm so fucking over America, girl. I grew up like in the South brainwashed. Like, America's the greatest country in the world. And I'm realizing like, no, we're not even like 400 years old. We fucking stole this land from the natives. Did you watch the fucking, um, the Canadian Indian tribes talking to their um, local council or whatever about oh, their yeah, land? Oh, yeah, no, I posted that. And the auntie oh, came in and she was, slayed. It was, just, they were like, yeah, we're get, our children are being killed. And these, you know, our, our girls are mis disappearing. And this bitch white reporter is like, um, how do you think, why do you think that's like any of the government's fault? Like, why do you think? And she goes, excuse me? Yeah, I she's was like, like, no, this this auntie came in and she went like she was on the side and she was like, <laughs> she pushed the bitch out of the way of the microphone. She's like, you do not talk to us that way. She was like, what we did are, you say? She's what, like, are you excuse me? She's like, we are human beings. And she said, yeah, they they went off on it. Y'all need to go watch it. It's uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Just type in like Indian uh, water protected protector. Canada. Yeah, you'll see it. It's yeah. been all over. It's so funny. And I fucking love Indians so much because, like, the respect they have for their elders. Like, 
First of all, all the kids were just standing behind them at the podium, just like super respectful. And then I love the faces of the two kids in the back when yes. and they were like, there you go. Well, you guys don't know what you did. Well, that because it was their two grandmothers that like were the leaders of the tribe and they were just beautiful, like Indian women with like braids and they just spoke and then they spoke so eloquently. And then the, the kids came up and they were like, our grandmothers have spoken. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, oh man, the respect they have. Like, oh, so I want to be that kind of grandma. I want my grandchildren to be like, granny has spoken. I don't want to be called granny though. I'm, I'm, or grandma <laughs> or even the Italian nonna. I've got to come up with a different fucking word. What do you want to be called? I don't know. We'll see. That's cute. I don't know because I'm not trying to be a <laughs> grandmother anytime fucking soon. Oh my <laughs> God. You would be such a sweet grandma. No, I wouldn't actually. I'd just be like, oh, here, I'm going to give you all the things that your mother says you cannot have. <laughs> and then I'm going to give you back. That's what grandmas are for. Of course. Yeah. My parents were not like that. They were like, if you go outside with eyeliner on, you're gonna get pregnant. Like, it was just. <laughs> oh God, I would get so pregnant right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're gonna get pregnant. Careful. That's gonna make you a, a whore, is what my parents would say. But it's like, and then I would also say, what's wrong with that? Yeah. There isn't anything wrong with me. Oh, that's a big question. Whenever parents are like, you can't do that, and you're like, why? And they're like, We've never thought about why. Yep. I remember I was fucking in, uh, <laughs> I was in Sunday school and they were teaching about Adam and Eve. And my like <laughs> introspective, like existential, like 12 year old ass raises my hands and I'm like, what if like, we're, we're like the 50th time this has happened and God's created like this before and he just keeps destroying us cause we keep messing up. And my teacher's like, <laughs> like what the fuck boy? <laughs> Go sit in the corner. Oh my God, I yeah. can't believe you did that. That's incredible. It was over, girl. By the time I went to like, I got sent to Christian school, like K through 12 and then Christian college. But by the time I got my first science class in college, girl, it was over. Come on, Neil deGrasse. My, my Catholic catechism classes, they, I, they thought I was the devil. <laughs> it was great. I mean, like, because you have to like confess. Oh, Catholicism's scary. You've got to go in this dark little room in this confessional Ooh. with the little father on the other side to tell him what you did wrong. And then take that, off then your you clothes. Get first, and then, right. And then get you down get on your knees. The next day. And then you, in the next day, you get down on your knees and you open your mouth for him and he lays a oh, piece of on your tongue. The cool. sex. The like, sex of I it all. Done. So I went to go confess my first confession ever since Ooh. having first communion and everything. And I didn't, they ask you, they say you have to confess your sins. And I didn't feel like I had any. So You're like, I only masturbated like, four times this right? week. That's not a sin. <laughs> Um, and I told him, and he was like, "No, you have to have something." So I lied, and you I made have something to have up. Something? I lied. What a fucking I, asshole! Yeah. So I made up a sin, and then the next week when I went to do it again, I said, "Remember what I said?" He said, "What? Um, tell me, child, what? How have you sinned?" And I said, "Remember last week when I said that I broke my mom's dish and didn't tell her and threw the pieces away?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I said, "That was a lie." So that's, so that's this what I'm confessing sin. this week. <laughs> Fuck you. And he, looked, and he opened the little screen and he goes, that's not how it works. <laughs> that was like, a big fuck you to Catholicism. That was like my Sunday school teacher like, have, have we been here before? Like, are there multiple multiverses? He's like, 
that's not how it works. Am so. I seeing the third version of you? <laughs> are there multiple realities where like gays are in charge and like straights are oppressed? <laughs> not how it what works. What about Adam and Adam? <laughs> <laughs> that's not Adam and Steve. That was just the stupidest shit they would say. Oh my God. Right. Oh my Growing up Southern Baptist girl. We had a sermon that um, whenever Obama was being elected, no, it was before Obama. It was during uh, the bin Laden raids and everything. Mm. Um, they Clinton. First of all, Christians or Southern Baptists in general always think the end of the world is happening during their generation, of course, because yes. they're so important. Oh, no, no, no. That's the same so, as the Catholics. So yes. when we were in uh, church, our, pre our preacher goes, he gets up on the big screen and it says, Bin Laden, and it like breaks down his name. He's like, each of these added up equals 666. He's the Antichrist, and we're about to have the rapture, and everyone needs to get ready to repent. And I, as a kid, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, even me as a kid, I'm like, the fucking shit. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that was the church I grew up in. They thought Bin Laden was the Antichrist because in the English letters, it added up to 666 somehow. Like, I'm like, no, back when they were writing the Bible, they, need, they didn't even fucking have the English letter. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Oh God, so it's, much shit. Yeah, yeah the, the um, Roman Catholics I grew up with also were born again Roman Catholics that spoke in tongues. Oh my God, I got some tongue stories for you, sis. Well, I know, but still. <laughs> It's scary Jesus shit. Christ. It's scary shit. I'm I, just glad that uh, I am just a sinner like everybody else now and believe in <laughs> Mother Earth and plants and nothing matters. And the moon. Okay. Cracked yourself up. <laughs> nice job. It's because it's so true. The second you realize nothing matters, like whatever purpose you want, like that's what what is what matters to you that's your purpose right but yeah i remember when i came out as gay um i was so brainwashed because i was raised k through 12 you know in christian schooling so i was like i think i'm like possessed by like a gay demon and they're like oh we will take care of it and they like my parents called like they're called prayer warriors it's like all of these <laughs> white women like that are karens basically in the south and they call all the karens together in a room and then they just like raise their hands over you and they're like and they like start speaking in tongues and then like one of the Karens came up to me and like someone had tipped her off that like I was gay or whatever and she was like I've really had, I've had a vision from God I see an axe in your scrotum and that's why you're gay and I'm like okay okay like I'm playing along with all of this and when we leave my parents are like oh we're just so that felt so good didn't it and I was like yeah I'm still gay. <laughs> I still like I still like boners though. So sad. So fucking ridiculous. Are. Like they think they can see axes and scrotums. Like the the level, the level yes. of insanity. There's just like, it makes me think that we need like, in order for this world to really get better. Yeah. We need to like shift a bunch of people like off the planet <laughs> we need to create a space for this for the the Duggar people that are yes. the Duggar families and the you know the Karens 
Yeah. Oh my God. You know, they're, they have a space program right now. They're going to go populate Mars and biodomes and they have, uh, they have applications now. They're accepting applications. They have like hundreds of thousands, but here's the crazy thing. It's a one way trip. You can never come back. Like you just go, you start populating, you start planting, you start working in the biodome and you just die in Mars. Like I have so many friends that are like, fuck yeah, I would do that. I was like, you would never get to see a sunset on a beach or like smell but pine. I mean that or like Trump for four more years. Ugh, girl. <laughs> I'll I'm, it's real. Like I would do it. Yeah. Oh my God. We could just ship all these Karens to like a planet. I I had a run in with a Karen. It was great. What happened? I called her. I, I <laughs> she was telling me that um, it's there's other racists against white people, and I said you can't be racist against white people. And she said no, it's happened for uh, all of these years to like Irish people, and I was like, well, I think you can't. You you can be racist towards anyone, but it's like if you're white in America, you have so much privilege that like. Just listen. Just close your mouth and listen. But no, so what I'm saying is that pe there are people saying that you can, some of this behavior right now is racist to white people. And I'm like, no. Oh, oh, absolutely. The oppressed, the oppressed. Yes, yes. Will never be able to be racist to the oppressor. Yeah. Like, we're not, no, you can't, and it's there's because, no racism. It's because equality to people with privilege feels like oppression. So, and I have a lot of people who have, I've had Black Lives Matter conversations with, and they're like, well, why do, my voice doesn't matter anymore. I can't talk on these issues because I'm not black. Like, that's such a Marxist thing that like, the more discriminated you are against, the more your voice matters. And I'm like, no, no. like uh, all, vo all voices matter. But right now it's the black voices that like, aren't being Because heard. you're being afforded privileges that they're not. Yes. And until that happens, we're not taking anything away. We're saying, yeah. up, and all, wait, yeah. so they can catch up. And yeah, I was just like, I'm sorry that you don't feel like you're being heard right now. That's like all I could say, but like. That's nice of you, because he doesn't deserve an apology. <sighs> well, I try to like, be like, I try to be open so that they come back when they do have like, because a lot of the people I have like an epiphany and they're like, they do come back yeah, and they're like, no, fuck. You can usually tell when they won't. Why are people doing fireworks still? Girl. Ugh. Well, thank you for talking to me. Thanks for having me in your, I'm not really in the spaceship, but. Girl, I'm starving. I'm gonna go eat an entire Crunchwrap Supreme. What is that? You Did haven't you had a Crunchwrap Supreme? Taco about the taco time? Okay, first of all, it's in the shape of an octagon, which is amazing. Really? Like, what food do you eat in an octagon? Okay, so it's like a circular corn tortilla. All Wait, where, where are we getting this from? Taco Bell. Okay, that's what I need to know. All the fillings, chicken, beans, everything, and then they wrap it in a soft tortilla, and it's, it, it's in a circular disc shape. So you hold it like this, and you eat it like a Frisbee. Okay, I'm gonna go eat because I'm fucking starving. Yes! <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you. Actually, we might not see you next week because I have to go on vacation. <laughs> oh God, you're such a <laughs> <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye.